Eagles Entertainment. Welcome to the Eagles Insider Podcast, presented by Lincoln Financial Group. I'm Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro at the NovaCare Complex, and training camp marches on. We expect the Eagles to have two days of live contact here. That's tackling to the ground. Again, the Eagles looking to get to the regular season as healthy as possible. And that's where we're going to begin this podcast to put some perspective on the Eagles injury report, which is, you know, got some names and some concerns, but not as significant as some of the injuries you see around the NFL. Javon Hargrave, Eagles defensive tackle. The prize of the free agent signing period, he's out for multiple weeks with an upper body injury. But there is optimism and some reports that suggest that Hargrave will be ready to go at or near the time the Eagles open the regular season at Washington. Defensive end Derek Barnett, week to week with a lower body injury. And the hope is that yes, Barnett will be ready for Washington. On the offensive side, the significant injury sounds like the one to running back Miles Sanders. But upon closer inspection, it could be just a bit of precaution by the Eagles. Sanders listed as out in a week-to-week setting with a lower body injury, and there's no doubt the Eagles would love it if their second-year running back, who they expect to carry the football a lot in 2020, is on the field for every day of training camp. But he's not, so they're holding him out. They're getting him ready. He's looked really good throughout this first couple of weeks of camp, and the Eagles do speak very highly of him. Let's, before we get to the rest of the podcast, let's hear what Deuce Staley, assistant head coach and running backs coach, said about Sanders on Wednesday morning. Now, the Eagles knew about the injury at that time, and yet Staley was effusive in his praise of Sanders and the expectations for what Sanders will bring to the offense, running the football and catching the football this season. Uh, His mental focus right now is unbelievable. Just being able to understand the concepts and what we're trying to do as an offense um, with him and other players um, and with his skill level, being able to match him up on safeties and linebackers. um, It's just Miles understanding the game a little bit better, being able to know what to study and what to look for. And now he's going out there and he's playing faster in year two. So that's what I see on the field from Miles. Being able, and you saw last year, you saw Miles get better, get better and better in the passing game um, from protection to running routes and catching the ball. So, uh, and those are the three main things when it comes to being a elite third down back. Protection is number one, route running is number two, and then, of course, we all know you have to catch the ball. And I saw Miles just continuing to climb the mountain and continuing to get better uh, in, all, in all three phases. And... When, you, when you're back there and you have a linebacker and you're trying to take advantage of a linebacker and, and you're out there and you got Ertz who's in the slide and you got Alshon, you got DJ, and then you got Miles, I mean, it's the perfect matchup for him to be able to go out there and take advantage of a linebacker who thinks he can cover him. And I tell him all the time, you know, just don't sell those guys short. Continue to be disciplined. Continue to learn all you can learn because you have the skill set to go out there and be a good route runner. So that's one of the things he's been practicing on this offseason. That's a couple of things that we've been we've been talking about, trying to get him better. 
Um, and I'm just excited where he is. And so otherwise, bumps, bruises, the usual at this training camp. The Eagles probably have, as I wrote on PhiladelphiaEagles.com and our official app as well, on the inside column, probably 50 of 53 roster spots, a pretty good idea of who's going to be there. What this training camp is about is knocking off the rust for the veterans and getting them ready for Washington, and then B, determining the other three, four, maybe five roster spots, as well as a practice squad that can be as large as 16 players this season. So keep that in mind when you see these injury reports. So don't panic, Eagles fans. The Eagles genuinely look good out there. The team pleased with the way it's performed here at the NovaCare Complex. A bit later in the show, we're going to hear from Jake Elliott. And the idea, if there are no fans in the stands, which there certainly won't be at FedEx Field for the opener, what kind of impact will that have on the kicking game? First, let's meet Greg Ward. Remarkable story. He's been with the Eagles since 2017. A great quarterback at Houston. Ward was signed after the draft in 2017. And since that time, he's had 16 transactions. Signed, released, practice squad, released, 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 added. Finally, last November, he came up to the active roster. So this has been a story of overcoming the odds, convincing yourself that you're good enough to play at the highest level, and lo and behold, that's exactly what Ward did last year. In weeks 12 through 17, he led the Eagles wide receivers with 28 receptions. And this year, he is penciled in as the team's slot receiver. He might play a little bit on the outside as well, but you'll find number 84 mostly running in the slot. Some introspection here from Eagles wide receiver Greg Ward. Greg, how are you? Good to see you. How's training camp going? It's going pretty good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I, I want to see a little hitting. I mean, do you, want, do you look forward to being hit? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I love contact. I do love contact. Really? Yes, sir. So uh, let me ask you, so do you feel like you need to get hit before the regular season starts? Um, no. <laughs> I don't feel like that, but whatever's in front of me, you know, it's full steam ahead. You know, Greg, it's interesting. You met with reporters, and I was listening in, and a lot of the questions you continue to get are how you got to this point. Are you tired of answering those questions? And instead, would you like to focus on where I'm going to go from here? Honestly, no. The reason why is, is because I know where I was. In 2018, whenever I got cut, I was at home for the whole season. Then I, I, I got a chance to go to the AAF, but... I, I would never forget the, the dark times that I had, you know, whenever I used to question myself if I could play. And now that I'm here, uh, I'm just I'm blessed to be in this position, so I won't ever get tired of the questions. So during that time, Greg, you actually wondered if you were good enough to be in the NFL? Yes, sir, I did. So that made me work even harder, you know, um, just just having that edge about me and um, just having that itch to, 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 to work and to win, you know. So that was just in the back of my head and – I knew I had a job to do. Uh, you know, you've been cut 16 times. I don't know, not cut 16, 16 transactions in the NFL. Yeah. Signed, released, practice squad, released. Do you have a daily kind of 
And maybe something you read, maybe the Bible, maybe a verse, maybe something that you go, I'm going to look at this and I'm going to get even more motivated today. Or this is, this is my routine. This is how I get focused every day. I meditate. I wake up and pray. Um, there's a Tony Dungy book, uh, book that I read. He has a, a, a daily uh, devotional. And he talks about a lot of like things like adversity and the ups and the downs. And I just try to stay level, talk, talk to my family and, you know, just just continue to grind, man. I think it's interesting, Greg, in, in a lot of ways, what you've gone through in today's America. Look, a lot of people are having very difficult times. And I wonder if people could kind of use some of those tips to motivate them through the day, to get them through the tough times. I mean, your tough times were real. You weren't making money. You have to pay bills. This, it's not like everybody you walk into an NFL building and all of a sudden, you know, you're a millionaire, right? Like these exactly. are these were very, very difficult times, weren't they for you? Yes, sir, for sure. And I have a six-year-old daughter, you know? So my main focus was I'm definitely not going to quit. What message would I be sending my daughter or anybody else that look up to me, you know? So um, I had to feed my daughter. I had to take care of her and that was my main focus, you know. I, I, I wasn't going to quit at all. You are very much established now. Great end of 2019 season. I wonder if you put up, you know, a little video of yourself now versus a year and a half ago. Running routes, understanding the nuances of the position. Would it be a dramatic difference? I would say definitely. In what, in what ways? Um, my, my quickness. I definitely worked on my quickness a lot. Um, just being more detailed. And actually just being that 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 full time receiver, you know, being a slot receiver or or if that's outside, whatever they need me to do, you know, it it wouldn't change. I'll still be productive. And that's my main mindset. What is the difference between playing in the slot and playing outside for people who don't know? You're more on the island outside, you know, and it's it's mostly one on one all the time. And in the slot you have to worry about linebackers and finding the zones and you will have man to man here and there, but you mostly have have to find that zone and and that and that perfect timing. Is the release different outside versus inside? Outside, you 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 get to work a lot of releases, I okay. would say. But the cornerback has the sideline to help him, or he has help inside. You know, but you have more room to work. I feel like inside because you have more grass. You know, so. G Ward, take me inside the locker room. What is the personality of this Philadelphia Eagles football team? <laughs> we have. <laughs> We have a lot of funny guys on the team. Everybody's excited. Everybody's aggressive and competitive. So uh, every single day, we are all competing. If it's offense, defense, um, we're all going at each other. And um, we have these little games that we play in the locker room, and those are very competitive. It's called shadow boxing, yeah. where, you, where, you, where, you, where you try to point and make a guy go a certain way, you know? So um, I would say everything is, is, is all love and it's competition. Hey, Greg, I wondered, uh, the Eagles open the regular season at Washington, at FedEx Field. Uh, we lose our home field advantage down there because there's always more Eagles fans than Washington fans. Uh, you caught a touchdown pass the last time the Eagles were down there. Where is that football right now? It's actually in my locker. I'm, I'm, I'm about to ship it to my mom soon. Okay. So there is no Greg Ward man cave uh, in your home with all of your football memorabilia? Uh, not yet. Okay. Not yet. I'm going to have a man cave uh, whenever I buy a, um, buy a house. But my mom has a, um, has a chef with all my jerseys and helmets and 
in awards. So and and the the world championship ring of 2017. Yes, sir. That's all right. Like to hear that. All right. Final thing for you. Uh, who has been the most impressive rookie performer in the voice game in the singing? I don't know if they're doing it yet, but singing your alma mater, standing up, doing that. Who's been the one who stood out to you the most? Uh, I would say Jalen Hurts. Okay. All right. Yeah. Now the quarterback's got to have the one with the pipes, right? Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's got to get out there and do it. Greg Ward, thank you so much for joining us. Thank Continue you. to have a great training camp. Can't wait to see you when the regular season begins. Thanks so much. Thank you. And now Jake Elliott, who joined the Eagles in 2017, is – been remarkably consistent. And it's a good thing that of all the things that have changed in this very unusual 2020 for the Philadelphia Eagles, the kicking game operation has stayed the same. Pro Bowl long snapper Rick Lovato, punter Cameron Johnston, and place kicker Jake Elliott. Here he is, back for more, and statistically one of the greatest Eagles place kickers of all time, Jake Elliott. Hi, Eagles fans, and welcome Eagles insider Dave Spadaro with you. Pleased to have an opportunity to catch up with Eagles place kicker Jake Elliott. Fourth year with the football team, how time flies. Jake, you're looking good there. How's everything good. going? Yeah, everything's going good. It's been, uh, it's been a great time being back in the building and, and kind of seeing all the guys and getting back into the flow of things. How has the COVID restrictions, <clears throat> physical distancing, etc., impacted your profession? Um, I mean, the, the first couple of days, it was definitely weird just being in the building with all the protocols, getting tested every day, you know, the whole nine. But, um, you know, as we've gone on here, I think it's it's kind of become normal. And, um, you know, it, it's a good change of pace getting out of the house and um, coming to work. And, and I, lo I love being here. I, I, not to stereotype <clears throat> a kicker, but there is a sense of, um, of loneliness for kickers in general, sure. right? I, I would imagine that this whole social distancing thing hasn't been as difficult for you as it has been for some others I think I'm definitely in um, one of the better positions you can be in but um, <clears throat> it, it is still a little bit weird you know sitting in sitting in meetings not being near guys um, it, it, it's it's strange but um, like you said I think I'm definitely in one of the better positions here now I hope we're able to roll <laughs> some video during this Jake you have in the offseason dazzled on social media <laughs> with some of your trick shots. Um, take me through some of those shots and how real were they? Ooh, they were all real. Okay. We'll, we'll start there. Um, I don't know. I mean, it was just me being bored in the house and trying to pass the time. You know, that's when, that's when all the golf courses were shut down and all that stuff, couldn't get out. So, uh, I mean, I just threw a ball down and kind of just played around, just acted like a kid for a while. And how many takes before you <laughs> nailed it? Uh, there was a few that were more than others, but some of them, some of them we got pretty quickly. Amazing. Did you, were you able to, did, was your routine altered, off-season routine altered by the quarantine? Um, I mean, it was, it was altered for sure, but, um, honestly it was, for me, it was one of the better off-seasons that I've, I've had because, you know, it kind of, kind of took me out of my, my normal routine, but I was able to work on a lot of things that I wouldn't typically get to work on. Um, you know, you have a little bit of time and then you report back to OTAs typically. Um, for me, I had, I had some extra time just to work on stuff that I've been wanting to work on and um, not have that pressure to come in and perform during OTAs. So um, in that sense, I think it really helped me. And, um, I, you know, I came back to training camp and I feel really good about where I'm at. We don't know yet the duration of this season, whether there'll be fans <laughs> in the stands. I wonder, though, for you, impact at all um, if there's fans there? 
Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, it, it'll be interesting. I mean, the the fans isn't something that I I really pay a whole lot of attention to during the game. You obviously hear them, and it's it's kind of white noise to me. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be really really interesting week one though. I mean, you've made a a life of canceling out all that noise, right? Yeah. And can yeah you, how how do you do that, by the way? Um, I mean, I really just get get in a zone. Um, it starts on the sideline when I'm at the kicking nut, just kind of hitting a ball or two and kind of feeling a rhythm. And you know, everything is just completely zoned out for me. So when I'm running on the field, I don't I don't notice all that extra stuff. Um, you know, it's me, Cam, and Rick out there, and um, we go out there and do our thing. Speaking of you, Cam, and Rick, the operation is intact once again. This is an underrated great part of the Philadelphia Eagles that you can literally pick up where you left off. Is that how it's gone so far in the summer? Yeah, I mean, it's been it's been so smooth, and um, lucky for us, we were all in the Philly area. Um, we were obviously all really safe outside of outside of us three getting together, but we got together, social distance, whatnot, um, during the offseason quite a bit. So we were able to get a lot of really good reps in and got got a lot of really good work. So um, coming coming and doing it at the facility is is just kind of kind of the same old thing for us. I don't know the answer to this, Jake, so I would imagine that everybody's trying to figure out who's the backup this, the backup that. Uh, are you the backup punter if something were to happen um, to Cam? I don't, I don't know if I'm allowed to spoil all the depth chart stuff, but, yeah, I think I am the backup punter right now. So do you, you – do you, but, I mean, uh, in theory, yeah. you've, been, you've been every year of your career, right? You've, do, yeah. you, do you take time to punt? Um, so I'll, I'll do it off on my own, um, kind of dead parts of practice when, when I'm not doing a whole lot and get a few reps in just in case of emergency – emergency situations but um it's something i've i've done in the past a little bit just just on my own what kind of punter are you um i'll get the job done okay (laughs) that will do it for this episode of the eagles insider podcast presented by lincoln financial group insider dave spadaro with you thanks to peter kelly and ray doyle for their work thanks to all of you for joining each and every episode and again i keep reminding you and i'm sorry to do so If you can drop us a rating, a five-star rating, it really, really helps a whole lot. We've got the link for you in the details section in your podcast library. I'm back on Monday with more. It's the Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Have yourselves a great Eagles day, everyone, and fly, Eagles, fly. Eagles!